is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Britt Johnson, and Newey Scruggs. All right, here we are. Players' Lounge on a Friday, everybody. USCP, baby. Let's do it. Good to see everybody got smiles on their face. This ain't authentic, is it? That's that, hey, that's that Russell authentic yeah. my boy got on right there. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> that's the actual jersey that goes over no. the pads, too. <laughs> <laughs> No stretch or nothing. No, that's, that's, just, no, no this, 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 this is this is an old older model. This is an older model jersey here that they gave me back when I was uh, on the board of trustees. Okay, so mm, that's okay. a trustee jersey. That's a trustee. That's yeah, a, authentic. Yeah. Right. yeah. So. New York City one. <laughs> New York City two. <laughs> Does it I like it. Tell them about the girl like line, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, he ain't working. He ain't working. Yeah. No. Old trustee, huh? That's how they do y'all here, my old trustee knew ya. Hey, you in good hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of you. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, man. It well, says tell you trustee what. on the back. <laughs> Turn around, Nui. Does it say trustee on the back? I mean, Turn around. Let the people see. Board of trustees. <laughs> USCP, baby. It, it says scholarship donor. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, yes. Yes, the USC, the USC Pembroke Braves. There we go. Are back in action okay. at home. In Pembroke okay. on Saturday for the first time since COVID. So we haven't had a, ga- hadn't had a game since uh, 2019, so we're back. There it is. You can catch, it, you can catch it on it. Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, don't I wish we could. Be on Peacock. Oh, oh, man. It's probably on Zeus. Y'all heard of Zeus? It's on Zeus. I believe we got a YouTube link, so I don't want to know. They're playing 430 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> 6 p.m. game. The, time, the crack of dawn bowl. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm done. Hey, I am done. Okay, all right. Play it loud. <laughs> I just want everyone to know when you come here on the players lounge, you do. I knew, I knew the ridicule. I knew the ridicule and jokes that I would get by coming on this show from the Toledo Rocket. Yes, sir. Church. Yes, sir. Britt Johnson, the Fresno State Bulldog, and Danny McCray, the national championship winning LSU Tiger. But you know what? I got that kind of pride. I can take these jokes. Mm-hmm. No, uh, like, uh, like Slim Shady, man, 8 Mile. Go ahead. What else do I got? What other jokes? Say something else about me. <laughs> I'm Audi. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, you know what? You got I love you, dude. Yeah. I love it, man. I love it. Q <laughs> dog representative. Oh, man. Hey man, if you don't have no pride in where you're from, then what, what, what you doing? Then what you doing here? So, uh, but good luck. Good luck to the Braves tomorrow. I can't be there. I'll be on a flight to Los Angeles mm-hmm. for this Cowboys Chargers game, which we will dive into right here on the Players Line at Hotels.com. And for head coach Mike McCarthy. The hits just keep on coming. Right tackle Ty Inseki 
who mm. we expected to back up Terrence Steele, is not going to play in the game. And Seki left yesterday the star in an ambulance heat exhaustion. You actually saw you saw a little bit of what happened yesterday. Yeah, man, I stood up. I saw ambulance, uh, ambulance, 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 ambulance. Nah, I saw I saw it out there. Man. I was came and turned three. He gonna try to get some. He gonna try to get his slugs back now. <laughs> But no, I saw it sitting outside. We were wondering what was going on, uh, what, what player it was, and, and how serious it was. And we found out today that, you know, right tackle, and the, the irony of it is right, a, a right tackle is, uh, you know, out of the game for Sunday. So, what does that do just, for our depth? Don't worry. Listen, Brandon Knight right there? He was number three. Number two. Ezekiel Elliott. All right, so we all right. <laughs> Zeke is Zeke is Zeke, Zeke is second, and then so we just lost our third team uh, right now. Mm. So Brandon Knight, who got activated off the COVID list this week, Brandon Knight is uh, that's going to be your backup, your swing tackle right there in case mm. something happens to Tyron Smith on the left or or Terrence Steele on the right. So it's going to be Brandon Knight and. We didn't get to talk to Brandon Knight about just, you know, how is he feeling coming off COVID. Uh, we talked with Zach Martin, and Zach had some effects here, so don't know exactly what's going on with Brandon Knight. And, just kind of, and I don't think we talk about that enough, is, you know, guys had it, what are you feeling? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that's, and that's you know, and, and, and you guys, you're football players, so a lot of times you guys don't want to even tell anybody just what aches and pains you have. Mm-hmm. So Especially coming undrafted. I mean, this is your shot. <laughs> yeah. Like This is your shot to see and prove that you can be in the league and you can hang with the big dogs. So if anything happens, you're you going to keep it under the rug. You don't want them to give any excuse to pull you out or do anything like that to try to, to try to – basically take away your chance. So, I mean, you're going to play hurt. You're going to play through everything. I mean, it's just that's just a, that, it's the nature of the beast. That, and it's nothing like being one of those players where a coach says, I know he can play through anything, right? So, you're yeah. going to go out there and you're going to try to be the toughest guy that you can so you can gain the respect of your players, I mean, of your uh, coaches and your teammates. So, yeah, you, you, you're not trying to sit out for anything. Yeah, Coach, I'm 100%. I'm ready right? to go. Yeah, and then, you know, you go out there and get beat like a drum a few times. You'll be like, man, that COVID got me, bro. Yeah, I, I just didn't want to say nothing. Mm. I mean, look what happened to Cam Newton last year. I mean, with that COVID situation, who knows what the effects happened to him? Because he was—he was that first game against Seattle, I believe. He was on fire, 400 yards, couple TDs here and there. Then that COVID struggle, and the rest of his season just, you know, went downhill. Yeah, and the next year yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> man, man, COVID for 12 months. Mac <laughs> Jones happened. Man, and won't get vaccinated. Hey, man. Yeah. And won't get vaccinated. He, he also ain't, ain't going to play for Washington either because it uh, looked like they got them a guy. Heineke. You're right. Uh, you are absolutely right. Uh, Washington losing, then winning last night. Okay. Yeah. I mean, cra- the ending was crazy. The the All I kept thinking about was how I, I'd be ready to I'd be ready to put pause. Without a doubt. Jumped offside. He's game lucky he's a first one. rounder. Game one, man. What are you doing? And the head coach is special teams cat. Oh, that's your thing. That's his special. Yes, Judge Joe Judge. This is where you're supposed to be now. Remember, he got right. everybody running laps. Yeah. You know, he attention to detail. I right, coach for Belichick. Jumps offside. I think, I think y'all missing the biggest. He's first round pick. You know, coach of special teams guy. This dude is lined up over the ball. Mm. <laughs> you know, he's the closest guy to the ball, so he should be the last dude to jump offsides. What was he thinking? Right <laughs> makes, then? No like, like, <laughs> makes no sense. Like, you know how LP used to try to get people with the you mm-hmm. know the fake snaps. He's just moving the ball around, but I didn't see any of None that. None of that. My boy just 
was he going off commands? I don't because you usually see that from the edge cast. They're trying to get a great jump off the edge so they can go in there and you know block the kick and all that stuff. So occasionally they might jump off sides, but you right over the ball. Literally your eyes is looking down at the ball, and my man jumps off sides, cost him the game. But that's what. Losing teams do. They find ways to lose <laughs> the game. Like, I mean, Slayton dropping wide open touchdown passes. I mean, these are the te- these these teams. They find ways to and lose. And it's unfortunate because Daniel Jones, I think, looked really good. He yesterday. did. I thought he looked. Yeah, I thought he looked good as well. I did not know he was that fast. I'll tell you that. that ru- yeah, I was like, you got Saquon Barkley, and you just did that. that man, Unfortunately, bro. got called back, but still. If, if he, he don't trip, weight, he don't, if he don't trip over his own feet last year, he did bust that. He game. was yeah. rolling. Hey, yeah, Danny Dimes got some wheels, bro. He just, when he comes out there, he just like looking his demeanor. He's you know he just like this goofy dude yeah. out there, and I'm like, man, ain't no way he's taking off. Like Eli Junior. That's what he looks like. Exactly. <laughs> and he, he made Landon Collins look like he was running in sand out there. Like he the way he took off on him. I was like, wow. I just, I just tell you that that game made me feel more comfortable about winning the, the Cowboys division. going in uh, to this game on on Sunday. Oh, it's a two man race. Just so you know, yeah, it's a two team race for, for our ability to win. Just because everybody was going in talking about this this daunted uh, Washington football team defense, man, and then I was like, man, they only put up twenty points on Washington. Mm-hmm. They should have got forty put up on them last night by Danny Dobbs. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to put 60 on them. What are you talking about? We don't care about that. We're going to score. Mm. We're going to score on these dudes, and we win it by seven at least. You talking, about, you talking about with the, the skins or the Chargers? No, I'm talking about when we play the Chargers. So the Chargers played the uh, – they're not the skins. The football team. Oh, yeah, yeah, my bad. The football team. And the no, Chargers team. put up 20 points, barely, yeah. on the football team. They do. New York came out there yesterday. Jason Garrett had it dialed up. My man Danny Dimes rushed for 95 yards. He almost threw for 300. Slayton drops a touchdown. They call a uh, touchdown back on Danny Dimes. Or else this is a runaway game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they and they should have won. My man jumps off sides. Yeah. So this what, is this is that saying? defense. What you this saying is, though? This is the defense we like. Yeah, we worried about man because they. I'm telling they defense man. We gonna have some trouble with them. We might have a little trouble. They not gonna stop us. Yeah. I have more faith in our offense now than I did yesterday when I said we was gonna win by seven. Boy, look at he like new, wow. new Heckman Harrison. Yeah. Look at over here. You know what I'm Same saying? Just tell me. Go ahead and say it, big dog. Yeah, I got to convince myself a little bit, man, but it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> As I watched the game, I said, oh, yeah, we're going to do some work against these dudes. Okay. What, was, gonna what, do was, some... you, what was you drinking while you was doing? Uh, yeah. I, had, I had some some, some rosé. Okay. <laughs> I had some, okay. some rosé. Okay. I actually had an Oktoberfest. Uh, Those are actually uh, good, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Good. so the spirit got in him, so that's all good. That's uh, all good. Yeah. Spirit. The, the Giants are now 0-2. This is their fifth straight year of starting 0-2. They are 0-2 for the eighth time in the last nine uh, nine years. They are 4-8 and eight in weeks 1 and 2 since 2011. This is a bad organization, man. Yeah. This is right. This is a, you know, and Giant fans will come at Cowboy fans and say, hey, we, we, we've won two Super Bowls since you've last won, won one. Fine. But right now, this is just a bad organization. And I will defend Jason Garrett. Shocking him, right? No, no. Mm. You, I mean, you, you actually don't have. <laughs> you, I, I if you def- say anything other than good stuff about Jason Garrett from last night, I, I, then I, you just you just hate. <laughs> you just hate. <laughs> the New York fan base is on him. How we doing, guys? For something. <laughs> <laughs> CB, that's uh, how you gonna you do gonna it, man. Jason Garrett. Come? <laughs> how we doing, guys? <laughs> bring, bring me my fight shirt. <laughs> 
he has he doesn't have a lot to work with. And you're judging a man on his offensive game plans. And he can't do this. He can't do that. The carpenter needs his tools. And Jason Garrett, uh, if you give him some tools, I believe he can 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 dial up plays in this league. And there are a lot of people who are just just dumping on the guy, and I'm, I'm sorry. I just I am just one of those that believes that um, all you know. So many of these coaches that were 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 mad at things. They're well, you don't have this. You don't have what's around me. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson taking a beating on Monday night on Twitter for people. I mean, Gil Brandt like the league's caught up with him. I'm sorry. Uh, did you see the running back not get his block and he got strip sacked? Do you see how many players are hurt? I mean the the right. T- Tackle. I mean, uh, you know, you may be down on Terrence Steele, but you see that right tackle for for Baltimore. They look too good. Mm. My, I mean, yeah. my gosh, Lamar. That boy Lamar, is stiff. Well, Lamar Jackson going to die if they keep letting him go out there. <laughs> now, I wonder Pittsburgh let him ride because oh. I mean, he looked he cooked, mm. cooked. Okay, mm, he's Dude, washed, cooked. He washed. So, I so I'm getting Jason Garrett's back from these New York fans to say, hey, look, go, go to your general manager. St- still Dave Gettleman's terrible. Still, by put up forty last night with a with a limping Saquon. Galladay not doing what he what he need to do, and they still got they leave the field. <laughs> with, with the lead. The lead. <laughs> yeah, they did. So, I mean, Kellen Moore's great. We say Kellen Moore's great. They left the field. You know, Dak played great, left the field with the lead. And somehow, some way, <laughs> the defense found a way to, to let him get in the field goal range and the teams blew it. Do y'all think Saquon, is he that guy? Or is he just a not, gadget guy? No, not anymore. Did you see? Did you see him last night? Yeah, he, he had did. nothing behind him. When I'm talking about, he was getting hit and, and knocked and Paul, backwards yeah. every time. You see, like, the first play, landed yeah. like smacked him. I'm yeah. like, hold on. It's, it seemed like he's like you know he's worried. He's, yeah. he's still worried I, yeah, about the injury. Yeah, I think about uh, injury. his injury and stuff. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. That's he's not I'm back. Sure. He's not back. Nah. Yeah. He's, he's not, not ready. back. Somebody nah. talked about trading Brandon Jacobs for uh, Saquon Barkley in a fantasy league. I'm like, for, what are you doing? No, no. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, Brand- Josh Jacobs? Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Hold on. Brandon Jacobs retired. You bring him back. That big 6'4", 270-pound running back. I'm sorry. He didn't look the same. Like I said, Galladay didn't do much. He dropped two passes. Slayton uh, drop, drops a pass, and Jason Garrett's out there dialing it up. And him and Danny Dimes is out there trying to Only put the game on the plays. back, and, you know. And, and they had it won. All right, so what is it like in the locker room when you go through a loss like that on the road? Go. I'm gonna tell you this: I ain't never been through nothing like that. Like yeah. when you when you have a guy where you can point at one particular play, one guy. That cost you the game because they kicked the field goal. And he missed it. The game was over. It was, it was over with. So I, I can't imagine how that one guy is feeling, right? I, does he feel like, dang, do they hate me? <laughs> Am I like what? You got you know, it like it's it like you know they pissed off at you because yeah. that yeah. that's a dub, right? I think it's I think it's all on how that guy reacts. Now if he goes in there and he's just like, ah, we almost had it, fellas, next week, then it's like, hold on, man, we you the one that caused yeah. it. Then we, we might come at you a little bit. But if he's over there beating himself up, just like you know how Sean Lee used to yeah. be. When he would, you know, miss up a one play or something like that, he was mother, you know, effing himself and all this other stuff. Then it's kind of like, ah, you know what? You got to kind of, you know, pat the guy on him. I don't know. That, that's a tough well, situation. This always, always uh, also depends on, like, who he is to the team in the locker room, right? Yeah. Is he is he one of the main guys? Is he a guy that everybody looks looks to to, to follow? Is he one of the leaders, or is he one of those guys who shows up late, always messing you know up, always messing up, always got an excuse for something? Depends on which type of guy you are for uh, for, for how your teammates are gonna look at you. If yeah. you one of them slackers, they looking at you like, bro, yeah, so, get, get them out. So, Brent, if you're in the locker room, what's the question you ask? Mm. Ooh, um, to him or. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I mean, you obviously you want to want we want to know what happened in that situation and how does that happen in that situation? And are you blaming yourself in this situation? Who yeah. who are you talking to? Yeah, yeah. Oof, that's a tough one, right? Hey, there. bro, is this your, is it is it your fault y'all lost? <laughs> like, I I want to know how you feel about yeah. it. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's tough. It sucks. Would you, you run know? from the from the media or would you take it on? Nah, you gotta like, take you that. Got that you gotta take it on the chin with that one. Well, see, okay, this new COVID. Do they bring him out? To talk? No. Nah, I doubt See, that, it. That's that's the that's the, the the you know that they they have opportunities like you know Zerline didn't talk after that. Yeah. After that Bucks loss because you know but mixed kick, mixed mixed kicks but that's so it's it's a lot different than when you should go in the locker room before. Yeah. And, you know he talked. He yeah he did talk. He said he that talk. it was his fault and blah blah blah. Oh hook him. Yeah left. he did talk. Nick Nick <laughs> Nick interviewed him after. <laughs> Oh, come left, left, left. Bro, when, you, when, when you feel safe like that, bro, you tell, hey, it's on me. Yeah, he know he ain't going nowhere. Yeah, he know he ain't. That's and that's the thing. Okay. Like, well, good. If good. he's a first, that dude's a first. He was a first rounder. What, like two years ago, I believe. The nope. uh, the one I jumped off sides. I think he was a first rounder two years ago. But it's just how he, like you said, is how has he perceived in that locker room? Is he one of those guys that's hardworking who you know never messes up? And it's just this time it was a kind of a fluke incident, or is he one of them guys that's late? Coming into meetings, don't really know the answers and stuff, and you know isn't playing up to his potential. I think that has a lot to do with how that locker room will react in that situation. It's yeah. interesting. I'm, I'll get my first locker room this year. I didn't get to go to locker room at Tampa because NBC ha- NBC Five had the game, so I was immediately on the field afterwards. So, but I'm going to be interested to see how how, how locker room is going to be running this year. I'll tell you what I do miss so much, and the best thing about being in the media is after the game, Jerry Jones talking. That's be- that's just the it's the best content. I mean, literally, we would skip Jason Garrett. Oh, Jason Garrett's talking. Okay. Um, so go, Jerry. Oh, yeah. Jerry. Oh, Jerry's the best. That's what right I used after to love the game. It. I used oh. to love it because then everybody would flock to Jerry. I'd hurry up and go to the bathroom, shower up, and be up out of there because oh, everybody's still up on Jerry. Hey, do, the, do the Demarco. Yeah, I did it a couple times. I did it a couple times. Hey, Jer- but Jerry Jerry really did Demarco Murray used to run from everybody? He just ain't like the media. Like, I mean, he, 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 he thought everybody was out to get him. He what what show is Jerry going on? It's either tomorrow or Sunday morning. They have Jerry Jones as a special so far, guest. Uh, NFL Network, it, their uh, pregame show. He's talking about they the moved their whole They moved their whole studio into SoFi Stadium. So now that he can just he's in there, he just walk right over to the sofa to the NFL Network and get him in. Because <laughs> oh, I, I heard I heard him say we're down to uh, when it comes to Randy Gregory and being uh, able to be off the COVID list and play. He said we're down we're down to a Nats ass. I heard some other stuff he said today um, that Nate Newton mentioned, but we we can't talk about. It. I feel like I can't say it on air, so I'm not going to say it. But Jerry mm. Jerry said some interesting he always, had an interesting choice of words, I guess you could say. He always got something. He got something. All right, we're going to take a break. Jerry said something today on the radio that I want to get each each of you give, give me your take about it because it kind of surprised me that someone as successful in life as Jerry is would hold this opinion. We'll do that next. Players last. Barry Church, Britt Johnson, Danny McCray, Newey Scruggs, DallasCowboys.com radio. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. 
where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to the Players' Lounge. Check out the new Miller Lighthouse located outside of AT&T Stadium, where Dallas Cowboys game traditions are born. Enjoy yard games, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders' performances, beer gardens, and more. For more information, visit attstadium.com slash Miller Lighthouse. Miller Lighthouse, your tailgate just got jealous. Excellent. That is Britt Johnson, newest member here on the Players' Lounge. Barry Church, yes, sir. number 42, the Toledo Rocket. Original. And Danny McCray, number 40, the LSU Tiger, who's also a member of this year's Survivor cast. Mm. And that show airs the 22nd, so make sure you are dialed in. Tell a friend, tweet a friend, tweet about the show, talk about Danny, and uh, praise Danny. And um, I don't know, we might, we might start to see some swag Team Danny. come out here a little bit. Danny. Here on Team, Team Danny. Danny. Team Danny. You might, you might see some we, t-shirts rolling yeah, out there. Yeah. <laughs> For the watch party. Might see some t-shirts <laughs> rolling hey. out. Also, t-shirts, wife beaters, boxers, drawers, the whole thing. The whole nine. Socks, yeah. do everything. Oh, shout, out, all. shout out to Joe Rand. <laughs> no, no, no. I want my stuff stolen. <laughs> you keep your, your round away from me and my gear. I just know, man. <laughs> you about to lose your job. You about to lose your job. <laughs> oh boy, got your, mistakes were made that day. Mistakes were made. I think I need that. Yeah. <laughs> Old, old sticky fingers Joe now. I never, thought, I never thought Klepto was real. That man, that man, was, out here, that man was out here thieving. <laughs> and then got a deal from it. Didn't he get like a me undies deal from it or something like that? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, he got a deal, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he got a deal, all right. I think it was like a four-year deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave, leaving meat on the bone. <laughs> Yeah, oh. Marco, he was leaving meat on the line. He, right, did, right. he man, did say that. He man, did. I, Sticky finger Joe. And I, I used a f- third round fantasy draft pick on him, boy. When you, <laughs> draft, you drafted Joe? Two, two, two weeks later, he was off the team. Like, what, what the world, sir? It wasn't your trophy year. Mm. I know that. No, it, wasn't, it wasn't that <laughs> it wasn't day. Your trophy. No, no, no mm. it, it, was, it was not. It was not. Mm. <sighs> Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. Okay, church. What's up? This is something I'm going to start with you. Go around the room here. I would assume, as a billionaire, 
a man in the Pro Football Hall of Fame who owns the most valuable franchise in the world would not really care what the masses thought about him. But Jerry Jones told 105.3 The Fan today that he follows what people say about him. Really? That it's human nature. Like he's looking at comments and stuff. And a friend said to him, why in the world do you listen to talk radio? They're wearing your proverbial butt out. And Jerry said, I like pain. I just like to hear it. Just put it in me. I, I just, I, this is to me. Would you care if you were Gerald Wayne Jones, what people said about you on the radio? Go. Hell no. Nah. I'm not caring what anybody says. I bought the Cowboys for what? What do you buy them for? 150 mil? Uh, yeah. Something, something around that. And he turned it into the most profitable franchise. Maybe a buck 89. In sports. In, in sports. We're talking about soccer overseas. We're talking about all that. Mm-hmm. This man has turned this franchise into the most profitable organization in sports. I don't give a damn what nobody says. I'm running it how I want to run it. You got people talking about, oh, you shouldn't be the GM. This is my – I started this barbecue business, all right? This is my <laughs> – I'm, I'm, I'm a cook. I'm a cook. This is my situation. I'm going to run it how I please. Okay. I wouldn't give a damn. So you you wouldn't care. Nope. Britt? I can understand how he would care. I feel like a lot of people that become successful become that way because they do kind of care. They kind of, you know, cater to like, okay, well, what do the people want? What are they looking for? And he provides that, I don't want to say like ego, but, you know, that energy, that presence of somebody that's like, oh, I'm engaging with y'all. I'm interacting with you guys. And that is why I think partly reason why he's so successful. So I could see, you know, I mean, Old tricks don't really die. You know, you kind of keep going and keep being the same person that you always were. And if it was he was, you know, big on his whatever ego and stuff back in the day, I don't see it just going away just because you got some money. So, yes. Okay. Hey, listen, I wouldn't care. But I like I, said, I do understand why Jerry cares. Yeah. All right. Um, at this point in life. Right. So Jerry Jones, Bowser Cowboys, they go through, they start winning. He's hearing all the great things about himself, right? Yeah, all 90s, great things. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you have this long period of time where years. he's successful in every other part of owning this franchise and his other endeavors and everything except winning and being the GM because they haven't won a Super Bowl. So he doesn't see that as success. So he's waiting. He wants <laughs> to hear that success. So he listens. <laughs> he listens. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to throw it back in your face if he wins a Super Bowl. He's going to make. He's gonna try to make everybody eat all those words uh, that they yeah. said about mm-hmm. him in, over those years. They're never going to win another one, never going to do this. As soon as it happens – He's coming at y'all. Yeah, and a lot of times, too, I always feel, I, I, I say this all the time, it's impact over legacy. And I feel like sometimes people, yes, they have. he has his three Super Bowls and this legacy that is the Dallas Cowboys, but you're always looking for that impact. What impact am I providing on the group of people right now? Are people positively impacted, negatively impacted? And obviously, he wants to go out with a positive impact on people, for sure. So, yes, no, no, no. yes, yes. yes. I'm with you. No. Mm-hmm. I recently saw a video by Ken, uh, Ken Frazier, CEO of Merck, and brother from Philadelphia. And he said his dad told him a long time ago, he said, Kenny, what people's opinions about you and what they say about you is none of your damn business. And what he was trying to instill in him was, you have to go do your work and you have to go do what you do mm-hmm. and not worry about all of them. 
And when I think about Jerry in 1989, just the mere fact that he the paid the number he did for the team, he was criticized. People were like, you're a fool. And mm-hmm. one of the biggest things people criticized Jerry for was not buying the team. They criticized him because he had to buy Texas Stadium, too. Like, you don't want to be in the stadium business. Mm-hmm. Who runs the stadium business better than Jerry Jones right now? Nobody. Nobody. They go to Jerry Jones to figure out how to run a stadium. SoFi Stadium, where we're going to, that was this is Jerry World times two because they're taking everything. I first walked into that Minnesota stadium, I was like, this is little Jerry World. It is. Everyone has copied Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones got to where he was by not caring. He's the guy that went and got Jimmy Johnson. Bill, what are you going to get this college coach for? Then Jimmy came here with the philosophy of, you know what, we are going to be fast. We're going to be quick. Everybody's like, you're in the NFC East. You're going against the Giants. You're going to watch. you got to be big. They said no. They go 1-15. Everybody's calling them huckleberries. <laughs> Four years later, they're in Pasadena, the Rose Bowl, lifting yeah. up their first Lombardi trophy. He didn't care, which is why he got to where he did, which is so surprising that I hear now Jerry say that he does. But he did care, though. But he's telling you that he did. He always has. And that's what pushed him to do it do it his way so he can show y'all his way is the correct way. But if you listen he's to what people cared. are saying, he wouldn't, have, he wouldn't have went and got the stadium. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Because... He cared. He wasn't going yeah. to go the way that they said he should go. But it's like, oh, yeah, all right. Y'all, y'all, think, I'm, y'all think I'm a dummy. <laughs> all right, right. That's cool. I'll show y'all. I'll show y'all. And it, and it keeps pushing. Talk about that chip, the proverbial chip on the show. <laughs> he, he shouldn't have no chip. He should be, he should oh, be yeah, straight. But I, I, that's, I think that's, that, that's at, a part of how he's become and been so successful. Because yeah. At 78, when do you just, yeah, for me, I would just think at 78 years old, wouldn't care. The, the bulk of your chapters are written. You know, you, you, he has nothing to prove, in you, my opinion. Do you think he thinks that, though? He (laughs) He doesn't think that way. He has a desire to want to win another championship because you're in that business. It's a competitive business. If you're here, you want to go ahead and win it. But the sense that I need to listen to the radio to hear what JoJo and Plano says about me, nah, I don't care. That's okay. But at the same time, it also comes to just having these devices and social media. I know some people that just pour over this stuff all day long. Mm -hmm. And... I just am, I just don't live in that world because I just get the fact there's a whole bunch of people who are on this thing for one thing only. That's just trolling, right? Mm-hmm. And and then you got these eggs that come after. So so I I just have passed that point in my life of caring about certain things. The Jerry Jones, in my opinion, you know, when this man went into the Hall of Fame, it wasn't for the win. That's why as a part, I had a fun time with people like he hasn't won anything in so long. And, the man didn't go into the Hall of Fame for, for for winning. He went into the Hall of Fame because he changed the way the NFL works. He's an innovator. Works. Yeah, he's an innovator. He, cha- he, made, he taught everyone how to make money. He taught I will never forget being in Art Modell's office when he owned the Cleveland Browns. Art couldn't stand Jerry. Couldn't stand him. In the meantime, Art lost his tenants, the Cleveland Indians, because they built him a brand-new baseball stadium downtown. So now he didn't have a tenant, and that was a whole lot of money. Art was using his own—he had to borrow a half million dollars from a bank to pay Andre Rice because he didn't have it. Mm. Can you think about that? You own an NFL team, and you ain't got enough money? I mean, could you imagine? Could you imagine Jeannie Buss? I need to get a loan so I can go they pay Russell Westbrook. They did actually ask the hun- for a hundred million do- or a million dollars last year <laughs> for that small business loan for COVID. Well, Lakers did Tom, that. Tom they they had to give it every- back when they got caught. Tom Brady but- got everybody was getting that. I mean, hey, that's, <laughs> everybody's doing that. But but they, he ended up having to move the team and sell the team. I mean, who Baltimore. has to sell the team because you can't can't afford it? But yeah. he didn't want to listen to Jerry. 
He didn't want to listen to Jerry. Jerry got in the Hall of Fame because he changed the way the NFL works. He helped create Fox Network. I mean, this guy changed the way. Was he the only money. one that like left the owners group of like? Didn't he like branch out on his own? And the marketing, yeah. When it marketing came to marketing, thing, yeah. which I mean, I think about it. He's like, hey man, why why did the Bengals get the same cut as me? Yeah, and, you, and Bengals he, ain't on prime time. Like, well, not even on prime time. They're not out here like I am with Dallas Cowboys stores and merchandise and mm-hmm. putting stuff up there. Um, I don't know where when, when you grew up in California when you go to the store how much cowboy merchandise was was there's know, always cowboy yeah mm-hmm. there's obviously teams you don't ever see and then but i've never gone somewhere and not seen a cowboys thing ever yeah when i used to live in georgia there were only three jerseys available the falcons the steelers and the cowboys that was it the old jc penny that was it so just so <laughs> jerry <Penny>. yeah <laughs> that's right that's right southern store but that was just kind of how what he did and helped build them, and basically taught other people this is what you need to be doing. But you, you guys have been out to training camp before. Ain't no other camp. Was Chicago camp like that? Training uh, camp? Jacksonville, sure as heck wasn't. In Bourbon Bourbonnais, Illinois, hell no. <laughs> I mean, the man, the, the man has just learned how to, how, you know, that's why I just say I would, I'm just very surprised that he still cares what somebody on talk radio is having to say about him. I, I'm just surprised. That, that's me. Mm-hmm. But then again, he, he does care. I personally, 78 years old, be as successful as he is, I, I just would not care at all. All right, we need to, um, we'll redo our predictions. Britt has yet to make hers. Mm. So we will start first. Spotlight. As the Cowboys get ready to go face the, the L.A. Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> Caught myself. Mm. The L.A. Chargers and Britt Johnson, who decided that she was going to save it, we're going to make sure she hits it. I want to know. By the way, we're writing it down. You know, we write it down every week. Every week. The every receipts. Week. We I want to know. We have receipts. Okay. We'll, we'll we dive got in. it. We'll dive into this. <laughs> we'll dive yeah, into I want to know or not. We'll dive into oh, this. Oh, this, he's this. talking about that old. Yeah. yeah that's 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 Players Lounge. Yeah. Hotels.com right here on Cowboy.com radio. Organic pumpkin smoothies are back at Smoothie King with at least 13 grams of protein each and five options to choose from. It's easy to find a favorite to help you reach your goals, like the new Keto Champ Pumpkin. Packed with a whopping 23 grams of protein and nine net carbs, it's a quick and nutritious meal on the go. So order online or through the app for pickup or delivery and power up with pumpkin and protein. Official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. 
Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. To the Players' Lounge. Does your Cowboys fandom go beyond the game? The NFL Fan of the Year contest presented by Captain Morgan is back, and we're relaunching the search for one extraordinary Cowboys fan who is a positive influence and inspires others through their love of the game. Nominate yourself or others for the chance to win a trip to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles. Nominate today at dallascowboys.com slash fan of the year. Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. Rick Johnson, Danny McCray, Barry Church. It is time to make predictions here on a football Friday. We already made ours yesterday. We'll remake them again. But Britt said she was holding out because, um, all right, I don't know why. But, okay, here you go. <laughs> I wanted, pa- the padded practice was yesterday, so I was trying to see and look it. We lost really? another person. Yeah, yeah, so, there you go. Really? Um, <laughs> would, you like, would, you, would you like to touch on last week first? Or you just you just want to? We don't need a rehash. You want to gloss? You want to gloss no, on no, what no, happened no. last week? We, we must. We must. We, we must get receipts out yes, here. Yes, yes. So everyone picked Tampa Bay to win the game, which okay. happened. Okay. Three of us picked the Buccaneers to cover the spread, which they did not. Danny was the outlier. So Danny is um, one. Okay, we're all okay. So we're all one and zero on wins. Mm-hmm. Okay, against the spread, Danny is our champion at one and zero. Okay. I'll take it. Okay, there you go. I'll take okay. it. Week one. So Thank you very much. Week one week. One this week. week's spread is three and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we are going to win. Win. I think we're going to win. Mm-hmm. She, okay. okay, so she go go straight stealing Danny's. Hey, Danny's stuff. You smart. Okay. <laughs> you smart. You going smart. for the win? You think God was going to win? I already said this. I mean, I don't think by seven. I think maybe by three. But that doesn't matter if you're oh, you the spread. Three. Make sure you put that down. Just no, like no, what, no. What that a, doesn't matter. Star. A little she asterisk by it? Yeah. What do you want? What, she, what? Said, she said they win by three. I said they win by seven. Just in case it come down to like, boys win you know, a tiebreaker. At least. Two of their top three defenders out. What I saw last night. I actually, after we do this, I actually have a defend a defensive question for you guys. Okay, so okay. make sure we get this straight. Church, you had Dallas losing by ten, right? Yeah, I had them. Yeah, it's an L. That's a big elbow. <laughs> elbow with the, with the offense we have, we talking losing by ten to by the Chargers. Ten. The deep, wow. The, mm. okay. Who cares if they say, we? They not gonna stop mm. us. We ain't no t- mm. <laughs> Defense is going to okay. play better okay, than you think. So make sure we get this straight because you know, we need we need the video receipts. It always, always helps here because Barry does like to forget sometimes. So you Tell down extra points. Tell down point. what you're talking about. So <laughs> Church has the Chargers winning and and you have the winning by 10. Mm-hmm. Danny, you've got the Cowboys winning. You've got a th- uh, by 7. Britt has the Cowboys winning by 3. I have... The Chargers winning, but I have the Cowboys covering. Be a close okay. one. Right. Okay, so that's where that's where we stand right there. And, and I got the the mighty Braves of Pembroke winning and covering. Trustee, okay. trustee. 
<laughs> the trusty Dusty. <laughs> Y'all out of pocket, man. They send me tickets. Hey, we got tickets for you for the game. Come sit in the trusty section here. But I can never make it. I can never make it. Cause I, we're going to be the only one in the section. What, well, so let, me ask, let me ask you this, man. What matchups are y'all looking forward to seeing? Like what out of this? Like what? Who, who's going? Who's going to win this matchup? They one on one matchups this week. Listen, because y'all think it's going to be a dub. the most the most interesting matchup is once again our O line versus their D line, especially with all the question marks that we have there. And then if you want to flip it, our D line yeah, versus their O line because we got Tank and Randy who probably aren't playing. So all I right. think the trenches is what what the matchup is. Ding ding ding. Trenches is where it's at, huh? So all guys, right. with the D line D ends being out, and we have these new guys in there, and we have literally a ton of linebackers. I don't know if this is a crazy question, but would we see any um, series or plays where we would have Parsons at the end or even Kinu at safety? Like, is that something that I, could possibly mm. happen? Just not whole game, but you know what I mean? Just I, I think we'll see uh, Parsons and uh, Jalen line up on the edge uh, throughout that. this game and rush. I don't know if we'll see uh, Neil at safety, but I think I think for sure we'll see some different guys rushing. Some of those linebackers will be r- rushing off the edge or maybe on the guard or over the center. Yeah. And at, at the safety position, it depends on what happens with KZ. Now, if KZ, you know, he's on the injury report, I think his thigh or something like that well, is and up. the other guy too, Wilson. And Wilson's out. So if, if, if something were to happen to where we got Hooker in there and they would have to move Keanu O'Neal back. I can mm-hmm. see something like that happening only if KZ can't go the full time. Um, but as far as those linebackers on the edge, I, w- I do see there's some packages for Parsons to get off the edge just to provide a little pop off of that edge. But you don't want him over there too much because then that takes his, his playmaking ability away, his sideline and sideline away. So I can see every now and then them getting down yeah. there. I see mostly Jalen. He's getting more than 16. Yeah. Was it? He's getting more than 16 snaps this game. Who, Jalen? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's getting get, more than 16. Do you think Parsons can handle the um, edge? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think he can. I mean, he showed it in college. He was able to get eight sacks um, the one year before he had took out for COVID. So he, he's a proven rusher. Uh, I wouldn't put him there each and every yeah, down because they'll yeah. wear on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah those yeah. big yeah. boys will wear on him. But to have some pop, I for sure can see him on the edge. Brian Balaga is the right tackle for the Chargers. Uh, Rashawn Slater, your guy, is the left tackle for the Chargers. Balaga, though, is uh, dealing with injuries. Yeah, they and, just – And his, he's, he's just not good anymore. Okay. Yeah, he's up there. So – if you want to put Parsons on Balaga and see what he can do and run mm-hmm. around him, then this is what we are going to see Dan Quinn earn his money. This yeah. this is what you do as a coach. You have you've got warts. How do you cover up the warts and get him out there? These games are won in the trenches. Are we I, gonna, are we gonna leave our second? Because we I, I agree with you, New. We gotta blitz, we gotta find out some way to to generate some pressure, but that's gonna put our secondary, you know, under the you know, it's gonna be a little harder for our secondary outside of digs. I'll tell you this, whoever rushing, you better run you better smooth get home. through Eckler. I know that. <laughs> All right. If you let oh, no, Eckler kind of nope, nope. packs, man. I don't if know. Parsons or Jalen Smith. Okay, yeah, them two, yeah. If yeah, you're yeah. rushing on the back, if, if we put pressure on the back trying to make him have to pick up the block to save the quarterback. You better get home and make the play. Watch them knees. That means we send in five at least, right? If the, yeah. if the back got to stand for protection, you better make the play. Mm-hmm. This is a matchup that I believe our uh, linebackers can win throughout the entire night, the entire day. Mm-hmm. What's our faith in special teams this weekend, gentlemen? And Britt. Um, I mean, I have a little bit more than last week. I liked that Zerline just automatically after the game took ownership of the situation. Um, but I feel like we are going to be pulling some of those guys into, you know, the regular starting lineups because we're down so many people. So, um, 
people are going to be pretty tired in the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to I think the first couple se- or first couple quarters will be good and hopefully we're up ahead enough to where we don't have to rely on our special teams like we had in the past game. Um but I have a little more faith in them than I did earlier in the week, you know? Yeah, I think uh, 0-2 is something that we're really trying to avoid, I think. And then when you get into those desperate type of situations, you'll see a fake here, maybe on on, on punt, maybe on field goal. I think you'll see Bones Fossil come out here and pull one of those – one of those trusty, dusty fakes. <laughs> hopefully it's in, in the right territory, in the right situation of the game, and hopefully it's successful. But I think we'll see something like that coming. I think Zerline will be better as well uh, this week. I think the special teams will, 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 will pull their weight. The unit that needs to be a lot better this, this, this week has got to be that kickoff unit. I mean, last week we saw it against Tampa Bay. They gave up return after return where I think Tampa Bay's starting, average starting line was like on a 35 or a 40. So I don't know if we need to take some of those you know stars off of that kickoff because, you know, those guys were on there. LVE, Jalen Smith, those guys were on there, and we get some hungry special teamers on there, but we got to have a better kickoff unit because we can't have, you know, Justin Herbert lining up at the 40 to start, you know, each and every each and every possession. I mean, that's just going to put our defense in a, in a bad hole. He needs to – listen, are you, if you see it too, on those plays, I don't know they were doing sky kicks. <laughs> I don't know what type of kicks they were doing, but he was not trying to intentionally kick it through the end zone. So I think – they were trying to figure out a way to get them inside the 25 um, and, and, you know, take five yards away from Tom Brady. I think that experiment is over. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully it's just kicking through the end zone as much as you can, especially being in, in that stadium. You should be able to kick those things through the end zone for touchbacks. All right, Britt Johnson, give me a good restaurant uh, in, uh, Ooh, near, in L.A. Near, near downtown or uh, by El Segundo, Redondo Beach, those areas. Give me a good spot. Uh, downtown, there is a soul food restaurant, and it is so good. I can't even think of the name of it right now. Um, ugh, I can't think of the name of it. There is also this other place, though, right by, actually, where the stadium is, and it's called Stuff I Eat. It is black-owned. It is actually um, – I don't even want to tell you that it's vegan, but it's vegan. Mm. <laughs> but the food there is so good. It's very popular. It's probably one of the most popular places to go to in mm. – Inglewood, and you can honestly walk there from the stadium. It's really close. So I got a question for you now, yes. this California girl. Yes. Better tacos, Texas I, or California? I, I was told I was going to get in trouble if I said California. Being in Texas, I, <laughs> I'm i going to plead the fifth on this one. Mm, that's cool. Just don't start talking about barbecue. We all right. <laughs> tacos. Uh, you're a vegan, right? Yeah. So... Well, I'm plant-based. I plant-based. eat dairy sometimes. Dairy, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, most people aren't going to like the places I, I like to eat at. But um, Yezabel's is actually in West Hollywood, but it's hands down my favorite restaurant in L.A. Yezabel's. Huh? Yezabel's yeah. is so now, good. If I go out to Laugh Factory, I might do it, but I don't think I'm going to go to Laugh Factory. I don't like the uh, I don't like the, the yeah. acts they've got on there this weekend. So so I think I'll pass on that. But we will be hitting Roscoe's as always. So I'm looking for that second mm. spot. So, mm. you know. Just send us a picture. I'm gonna bro, t- no, I'm going to give you a better soul food place. Wait. Wait till we get off air, and I'm going to look it up. Okay. You try right. it. Well, just text it to me. We're all good. I'm not there yet. I'll, I'll get there tomorrow. So, all right. The picks are in. We will be back on Monday to dissect Chargers Cowboys. It's simple. 
The Cowboys will be 0 and 2, or they will be 1 and 1. Barry Church, Britt yep. Johnson, Danny McCray, I'm Nui Scruggs, Chris Beam. Appreciate you back there and all the slugs you gave me about my my USCP <laughs> jersey. <laughs> Young Russell, turn Borges. around. <laughs> you back. Can we see the back of the jersey? It just bro? says Braves, man. Can we see it? It just says Braves. We want to see, see your face. We need to see it. We got to go. It's 116. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get ready for mix shots right here on the DallasCowboys.com radio network. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this?